Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2,119. We wrap up this week celebrating the Concours at Pasadena that takes place August 11th to 12th. This event kicks off Monterey Car Week. This year, they'll be celebrating Ferrari's 75th anniversary along with many other great features. To learn more, go to PasaderaConcours.com. Be prepared to be inspired. And today, we're talking about one of my favorite marks, Porsche. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah today. I'm in beautiful Monterey. California, and I'm at a Porsche dealership. You listeners know I love that brand with a very special guest by the name of Aaron Zelensky. Aaron, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have any gear? And are you ready to release the clutch? I am ready to release the clutch, and thank you for having me. Absolutely. We're going to have some fun here. I know you're a super busy guy, and we're going to talk about some fun things that you guys are doing at your dealership and also what you're going to be doing during Car Week because you have a neat little event that I've attended many times. But before I give you a proper introduction, Aaron, what's one little thing that maybe people don't know about you? Um, well, I'm on the show, so I'm a huge fan of cars and everything cars, automotive Porsche really pulls on my heartstrings and is a special has a special place in my life. But outside of cars, I I, I do have a regular life. <laughs> I'm married. Uh, I've got three awesome kids that are we're a big automotive family. So really, everyone in in the car, or everyone in the family, really gets into cars. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I I guess for me, outside of my life of cars, I enjoy live performances, music. Probably that's what I enjoy doing with the little bit of downtime that I have. Yeah, uh, sounds cool. So live performances and music. So uh, if I yeah. was to ask you, what's the like coolest band you ever saw live? Who would that be? Oh, geez, quite a bit. I mean, I'm a I'm a product of the '80s, so okay. <laughs> hair bands. Um, oh yeah. You know, the old rock bands, I guess I grew up with listening to. My music collection is pretty eclectic. I'm I'm kind of all over the road from Elton John to Motley Crue to uh, I love country music. I'm kind of all over the place. So yeah. if someone actually pulled up my playlist, they'd be like, what is this? Who is this guy? Yeah, well, yeah, music, exactly. music is such a cool, <laughs> cool part of life. I love that. Well, let me give you a proper introduction. Aaron Zelensky is the yeah. general manager at Porsche Monterey. He started selling Porsches back in 1995 with the introduction of the 993. I had a C4S. That was a wonderful car. Also, I, in 96, I picked up a Porsche at the factory and spent three weeks driving it all over Europe. It was a C4S, so uh, I love those wow. models. Yeah. From there, he found his calling and passion in a career in the automotive world. 25 years later, in one of the most beautiful parts of the country, of course, Monterey, he still feeds that same passion with the most aspirational brand in the world, Porsche. Aaron truly enjoys being around cars and people and shares that enthusiasm and his love for the car hobby. And as he mentioned, when he's not living the Porsche life, he enjoys his free time with his wife and his children and, of course, <laughs> detailing his cars. Porsche Monterey, by the way, is a sponsor of this year's The Concours 
at Pasadero. We'll be back in just a moment, but first a word from our sponsors. So sit tight, keep the seatbelts on. We're talking Porsches. We're talking Car Week. We're talking fun with Aaron in Monterey. We'll be right back. Covercraft's newest three-layer all-climate cover is especially engineered for moderate weather conditions and it's treated with an extra UV-resistant formula. It's soft, it's breathable, and it's easy to store, all while pampering your paint, providing maximum UV rain and dust protection. If you live where it's windy, no worries. Simply add their gust guards for windy conditions to add extra protection to keep your cover in place. Your three-layer all-climate cover is custom-tailored with Covercraft's attention to detail, form and fit with the quality and attention to detail that's been their tradition since 1965. Covercraft protects cars, trucks, motorcycles, RVs, trailers, and watercraft, too. Every one of my vehicles is protected with a Covercraft cover. And I have a deal for you. Use the code yeah 21 Y-E-A-H-21 at Covercraft.com and you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order plus free shipping. That's right. So get 10% off with free shipping by simply using the code yeah 21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. I was tired of my rates for my collector car insurance going up every year for no explainable reason. My carrier seemed to be turning into a media company versus an insurance company. And I realized that a portion of my policy premium was paying for all those so-called free media goodies. So I did my homework. I talked to knowledgeable collectors, shopped around and discovered American Collectors Insurance. They've been serving the collector car hobby since 1976. You last that long by properly serving your customers' insurance need, not with a lot of fluff. ACI is ranked the number one online collector car insurance provider, according to Google, Trustpilot, Facebook, and they offer their real person guarantee live support. No never-ending phone loops when you need help. Plus, because you don't use your classic car as a daily driver, you could save up to 40% compared to regular auto insurance. American Collectors Insurance provides agreed value policies. So if you experience a total loss to your collector vehicle or it's stolen, you'll be paid the amount listed on your declaration page, less any deductibles, of course. No ifs, ands, or buts. Give them a call today and ask for your free quote at 866-A-C-I-Y-E-A-H. That's 866-224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of mine, Mark Greens, at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. So, Aaron, we are back. So let's go back in time a little bit. Talk about how you got into the world of selling Porsche, loving Porsches. We talked about that beautiful. I mean, the 993 was one of my favorite years of the Porsche. The last of those air-cooled cars, that Vera Ram engine just made such a delicious sound when you got up around 4,000 RPM. How did you first get into the world of selling Porsches? And obviously, you fell in love and you're still there. I'm still in love. I'm still here, and and my my love and passion for Porsches is this goes way back. So I can remember really being in the fourth grade and looking out uh, the school window and watching one of my classmates getting dropped off <laughs> in it was an early '80s red 911. Nice. And even in fourth grade, I remember looking out the window, just going, "Man, what a great car! I can't even believe that." 
one day, you know, just one day type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the early 80s, the Carrera models, I had an 84 cab that was my daily driver for many years when I lived in Southern California. And that those G-body cars, oh, they're nice. They are nice, fun to drive, still beautiful today to look at. And, and you know, you it, as you had mentioned, you get that, that engine purring around three or 4,000 RPMs and the harmony that it makes just, I personally, I have a 1986 911 and, you know, I get in that car and, you know, it's not very fast, but it, it still handles and performs to, to me just as well as anything today. And, and I get in that car and, you know, I'll be doing 50, 60 miles an hour, get those RPMs cranked up just a little bit and nothing makes me happier when I'm behind the wheel. Just awesome. Well, you've been around during some major changes with Porsche. We go back to the yeah. 993 models and then the uh, 996 models, but water-cooled cars came in, 997s, and then up to the cars today. There's been this evolution, but one of the things I would think you would agree with me about 911s, you go all the way back to the 60s and all the way up to the cars today, and there's major changes, but all these 911s are kind of the same. They just they keep morphing a little bit, right? Yeah, it's, you know, it's, as they say with Porsche, it's not revolutionary, it's evolutionary. <laughs> and, and you know, when you, when you look at even an old body style 911, as you'd mentioned from, from like the, the 60s, all the way up to a, ter- a, a current car. Yeah. And, you know, if you saw this, the timeline of the progression of how those cars just evolved, there's a lot of similarities in even a 992 today that you could look at and see that characteristic in a 60s car. Yeah. So very, very few cars out there that, that you can actually say that about. I mean, it's um, it's one of those cars that you get in it, and you drive it, and you think it's really just the most remarkable car in the world. How can this thing possibly get better? And then they come out with the car next year, and you're like, they did it. I know. <laughs> I don't know how they did it, but they <laughs> made this car I know. better than the previous. They just keep doing that. It drives me crazy because I think I want to get a newer car, and then you wait a little. It's kind of like the Apple iPhones or things, you know. They just, yeah. oh, wait, uh, now there's a, something new. Now there's something new. You know, I want to talk a little bit about uh, probably we're living through one of the most strangest phenomenons in a renaissance of automobiles and Porsche is going to be coming online with this they already are with electric vehicles I'd love to get your impression as you're the inside world of Porsche and we start to see these electric Porsches come online I understand Macan's going to be coming out as electric vehicle Cayman uh the 718 models we're going to be if they're going to call it still that is going to be coming out electric what's your what's your feeling about the onset of EV Porsche um, well, it just, it's where the industry's going. I mean, y- you see it in every brand, every manufacturer out there is, is launching, talking about, you know, what the future looks like with, with, um, their products and what you can expect. And, and, you know, Porsche's definitely ahead of the curve, in my opinion, with the Taycan, uh, we are one of the early adopters and, in, in, uh, really getting in a, a full electric car out there, especially a sports car, which yes. is what a Taycan is. But yeah, I mean, it's just in order to remain competitive and be in the automotive industry today, it's just what, what you need to do. And um, some of it's mandated and requirements by, by government and kind of just telling yeah. us this is what needs to happen. Uh, and, and Porsche is a part of that. 
Exactly. Uh, the Taycan, unbelievable car. I mean, it really is. I mean, you you drive electric cars, and and um, you know, I've I've had the pleasure of driving most that's out there. But you get in the Taycan, and it just has this unique feeling that you just know you're behind the wheel of a Porsche. <laughs> it has all the characteristics. It's it's got the power, the handling. It feels light and nimble. It doesn't feel like a big, heavy car, or you know, as I like to call some of these other electric cars out there, just appliances, and mm-hmm. they're meant to get from point A to point B and be as efficient as possible, and that's what they do. But you get inside a Porsche, and yeah, it's efficient because it's it's electric. But it has that soul and that feeling that you are driving a Porsche, the fit, the finish, and, of course, the power yeah. that goes along with it. So, yeah, yeah I mean, we're, we're excited for where it's going, I mean, for sure. I, and it just, as you had mentioned, 718, some sports car product. It looks like um, the next electric vehicle that will launch is going to be uh, one of our most popular, and that's going to be the Macan. That, that timeline is... Uh, I think a little foggy just with everything that's going on in the world, but I would think that's 12 to 18 months out with uh, mm-hmm. a fully electric uh, SUV. Yeah. Um, and then uh, probably a hybrid uh, variant of, of the 911 where you're going to get some, some great combination of battery and and petrol in there. Oh, the 911 with uh, that. Oh, <laughs> I, I, the hair on my arm just went up a little bit uh, at that I know. thought. But Can you, you know what? Power? Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you, David Donahue on the show, who's, of course, driven many yeah. Porsches. His dad's known for driving, of course, the Mighty 917s and some of those race cars. And he just, of course, uh, won his class at Pikes Peak in a, a standard uh-huh. uh, street version Porsche that Triple Zero put some beautiful graphics on, Pete Stout. But I'll tell you something that David said when he was on the show. I asked him about driving great cars, and he said, you know what? I drive a Taycan. It's the best car I've ever driven. He goes, I can't believe I'm even saying that because, you know, I'm a Porsche guy, 911 guy. But he said, that car is insane. So there you go. Yeah, That's an endorsement, right? It 100%. I mean, uh, words from a great guy, too. I mean, it it, uh, it doesn't get any better Especially than that. with I mean, his you involvement like, with the 918, it. too, right? I mean, you know, when that car came out, I mean, it's a whole nother level, right? It's uh, 959-ish, 918, I mean, those hybrid cars. But uh, those are evolutionary cars that bring about the cars that we're talking about, the Taycan, uh, the upcoming hybrid 911, the Macan, the 718s. I mean, it's pretty cool what Porsche tends to do. Yeah, they'll 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 slide a lot of technology into a car like the 918 that you can't really talk enough about. I mean unbelievable car and definitely a halo car for for Porsche and limited production and those that are fortunate enough to to own one and and get to experience what that's like to drive you do end up finding that technology over the last 4 5 6 years trickle down into our our other other model lines so yeah you're that's exactly right kind of a test bed even goes back to the early days of Porsche racing at Le Mans uh, even go back to Vic Elford's days of doing tours and rallies and things like that. And that evolution of those early, early 911s into streetcars and how they learned from that has kind of been the nature of Porsche all along. Now, I'd be remiss not to talk a little bit about how you've been able to manage what's going on with supply chain issues because, oh my gosh, I I, I don't know how, I mean, it's affected everybody in every little aspect of life. But for car dealers, it seems to be, almost never ending for you guys in the last two and a half years, just getting cars 
onto your lot is got to be a challenge. How have you dealt with that? How have you managed that? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, being a relatively, um, I mean, we're, we are growing leaps and bounds, but being a relatively small uh, car company, uh, we were we're no stranger to adversity and, and it does seem like we've, we've had our challenges or always have some sort of challenge that, um, uh, we're, we're managing to deal with, mm-hmm. but Porsche, you know, the manufacturer, uh, Porsche cars, North America, I mean, the management team and, and, um, the factory guys, I mean, class acts, um, they, they know what's important. Uh, they get it done. Uh, we do get, we do get products Sometimes it is delayed, uh, but communication is always good. Mm-hmm. Consumers have a, a, an app that they download ca- called the, you know, my Porsche app, uh, allows them to follow the car. So they, they really know what's going on with it, where it's at pretty much all the way up to the time it gets to the dealership. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they, uh, they have really good communication, but yeah, I mean, you, you can't, you can't talk about this and, and not say, Hey, we've, We've had semiconductor delays, um, you know, things that slow production down. But it's not just us. I mean, it's it's really every manufacturer that's that's dealing with these these challenges. Is there a light at the end of the tunnel for what's going on as far as what you're seeing with supply chain for automobile manufacturers? Because most of us used to drive on a lot, and there was quite a nice selection of new cars available. And uh, I, I just took my wife's BMW over to get some service and. You drive on and there's just hardly any new new supply. I mean, just like where are all the cars? And that's been going on for yeah. two and a half years. Isn't that something? It's incri- yeah, I've <laughs> it never, really. It's, well, I've never seen it. You know, we, none of us have ever seen it. Really, it's just it, a yeah. bizarre. Yeah, a bizarre no, world. No one's lived through this. We're we, we've we've almost kind of adopted the the European model in in purchasing cars, at least on the Porsche side, where. Mm. As you had mentioned, people used to be able to just come in and, and we had, you know, yeah. 20, 25 Cayennes and here's the, here's a small selection of 911s and some other sports cars. And in a lot of, a lot of cases, someone was able to drive off the, the same day or the next day in, in what they would consider their dream car. Now, believe it or not, as the consumer, you really don't get to, to see that side of it, but we're really getting almost just as many cars as we've received before in the past. The difference is now a truck shows up with, you know, 15, 20 cars, and most of the cars on that truck are already spoken for. They, yeah, they're so they're already ordered, sold. People, right? they were ordered six to nine months ago, and, you know, the days arrived and, and it showed up. I, I don't know that there's a ton of light at the end of the tunnel when it when it comes to that ordering process. Yeah. Certainly as a dealer, we we would love to see supply on on the lot and and have uh potential clients be able to drive off the same day in their car, but uh at the same time, as I had mentioned the, the European model, you you typically just go into the dealership. They may they may have one or two cars in stock, but you sit down with a a brand ambassador and and you you Take a take a seat behind the the fitting the fitting lounge um, <laughs> yeah. configurator. Design the car and then follow it on your app, and you get to see the car from production to to show up at the dealership. Kind of exciting process. Well, I think so. I've done that before with some cars, and it is kind of fun. You know, you, you got to wait, but you get what, exactly what you want. And I think for Porsche brand, especially the sports car nine eleven, take hands, maybe some of the others uh, versus 
more of a SUV where it's, you know, you're going to buy it and just go and use it. Uh, it's kind of a fun process, kind of like waiting for Christmas time to come or uh, your birthday or something like that. You get to wait, you get to watch the process. And I've had several friends that have used that app and it's really fun. You follow along with them. They post it on Facebook. Hey, here's my car. It's about yeah. to be painted and all this. So yeah, that uh, it's kind of an interesting way to go. Hey, I like to ask my guests about what I call driving inspirations. And those are people who've been mentors, influential in your life. Has there been somebody like that for you? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, being in the business as long as I, I, uh, have been, I've been fortunate to be introduced to quite a bit of important people in the business and in, in, in the industry, but I started out pretty young. Uh, I would, I would say someone that's been pretty important in my life was, was, um, the owner of my, my first group that I was with, um, that really gave me gave me my chance in, in the business and, and um, kind of extended the, the privilege in being able to, to, to sell and grow with Porsche. And I started in business a long time ago. I mean, I started in, in 1995 uh, back in Chicago. And um, there was a Ford dealership that I started with. It was called Joe Rizza Ford. And uh, Joe Rizza was the owner. And uh, it was really just Ford that I was selling when I when I had started into the business, but shortly after that, and it wasn't a, a big car company by by any means. And in, in fact, uh, they had a fair share of large challenges, and and we got the Porsche franchise. And shortly after that, he asked me if I wanted to manage and just take on a larger role with it. And being a car guy that I am, how could I pass that yes. up? Sign me up! <laughs> Sign me up, Coach. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, so I was I was with him for almost 21 years. And, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, he showed me uh, a lot of, of the car business and, and really, uh, led me down the right path, gave me some great opportunities and, uh, showed me the right way to do a lot of things. And, and, and of course, you know, when you're, when you're doing, or you, when you're running a business, uh, you run into obstacles and hurdles and you kind of learn what to do and really what not to do and, and what kind of person you want to be. So I, I think I, I owe a lot of credit to Joe Rizza uh, for where I'm I'm at today, just just for the length of time I had spent with him there. Nice. Good to have somebody like yeah. that in your life. We'll take a short break. We come back. I want to talk a little bit about your involvement with the Concord at Pasadera. So keep that thought in mind. We'll be right back. Sure. You listeners know that I'm a huge car care fanatic, and my friends at AutoGeek created their Wolfgang Deep Gloss Paint Sealant for perfectionists like you and me. Wolfgang a Deep Gloss Paint Sealant is designed to provide long-lasting protection and a glossy, slick finish that, well, it's unmatched. The use of polymer technology ensures your paint is protected from environmental contaminants, those damaging UV rays, and lasts up to three months long. By providing the glossy look of carnauba wax with the longevity of a synthetic formula, Wolfgang a Deep Gloss Paint Sealant is the best of both worlds. Go to autogeek.net to get yours for the best product selection on the internet today, along with their skilled technical support. Autogeek.net is where I go for all my detailing needs. That's Autogeek.net. Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual, informed, reasoned opinion based on first-hand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, 
the people who share your passion and mine smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARSYEAH when you subscribe, and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. 20, 50, or 100 years from now, will there be a workforce to care for the collector vehicles we love? With auto shop programs disappearing across the country, it's a question we enthusiasts have to ask. That's why I support the RPM Foundation, which exists to ensure that the critical skills necessary to preserve and restore these vehicles aren't lost to time. One of the many ways RPM, which is short for Restoration, Preservation, and Mentorship, is accomplishing this goal is through workforce development initiatives. The RPM Apprenticeship Program enables the next generation of artisans to earn a living while they learn the craft of restoring and preserving these vehicles directly from industry professionals. The Endangered Skills Program documents the process of masters training future craftspeople on a variety of critical skills in danger of being lost forever. For more information on how the RPM Foundation is driving the future of the collector vehicle skills trade, visit RPM Foundation today. They're one of the charities of choice here on Cars Yeah. So I know you're involved with the Concord Pasadero. We've been promoting that event all week. Rick Barnett's been a guest on the show, talked about all the different things they're doing. How How is the Porsche dealership that you're a part of get involved in Car Week in uh, this particular Concord? Yeah, so Concord Pasadero, for anyone that isn't familiar with Car Week or Monterey uh, Car Week, I, I, it's really, in in my opinion, in automotive, the, the greatest spectacle and the greatest show on earth. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Barnum and Bailey's car show. <laughs> it really is. You, it, it's, you know, it started out as just being, you know, three, four, five days with, um, you know, the bookend to it and, and, uh, the big show, uh, uh, the Concord at Pebble, but it's just, it keeps on growing and growing. And, and now it's not even car week anymore. I think it's more like 10 days of, uh, automotive, so everyone everyone tackles and, and tries to get everywhere they can possibly get to, but you know it's almost impossible to see it all. Uh, but Concord Pasadera being, um, I think they're on their third or fourth year fourth now. Fourth year, yeah, fourth year. Fourth year at Concord Pasadera, yeah. It's uh, an unbelievable event, uh, not too far from the dealership, and like a, a lot of events, it really is a great celebration of just everything automotive. They do uh, some art expedition or ex- exhibitions. Uh, great! There's there's always an unbelievable display of cars there. Uh, there's a benefit dinner. We take part in as much as we possibly can in and around the peninsula. And in having been with this and doing this for some time, we kind of know where we should be and, and where we want our cars to be displayed. So, and, and Rick is just such a awesome guy. Um, we love taking part of uh, his uh, Concord over there at uh, Pasadera, for now, sure. Another event that you guys have been doing, which I always go to in the start of that week, is Monday the 15th, the Porsche Monterey Classic, which is a nice event you have that evening to kind of welcome people who are showing up that week. And, of course, all us Porsche fanatics uh, show up at your dealership. Are you doing that again this year? 
We are doing that again this year, and uh, thank you for asking about it because it, it's uh, for us. It's a it's a huge event. It it's really <laughs> it takes a full year to just plan it. I'll bet. <laughs> uh, and, and this year's event is is the Monday of Car Week, which it it always is as tradition, and it's August fifteenth. It is from four o'clock to eight o'clock, and as a Porsche Classic partner. Uh, it really is our celebration of being a Porsche Classic partner. We get fans and, and um, owners from really all over the world uh, that uh, attend our event. And uh, we shut down the street in front and close the dealership for uh, the day. We we get, I don't know, there's three to 400 Porsches on display. Oh, it's we, amazing. We see, yeah, it's yeah. 2,000 2000 visitors and always unbelievable cars on display. And on top of that, we do some some local businesses that support. And we get wine tasting and cigars, uh, cigar rolling, and uh, live DJ with the performance uh, that uh, highlights the Porsche Classic Restoration Project that we've been working on for the last year. So, yeah, it's it's like all the events that week. Um, it's It's an unbelievable time to attend. It's completely free for all visitors that want to come and check it out and celebrate with us and see everything and anything Porsche. Well, it's my first stop when I get in on Monday, the 15th, and uh, your guys are the first place that I go with my Porsche buddies, and I can't wait to see you this year. And uh, I know you're doing a big renovation and part of your business, so you've got your hands full right now. But uh, it's it's a really fun way to start the week. And the, the amount of Porsches that roll in there and park all different years and makes and models, it really is kind of a, a miniature Porsche works event before the actual works event later that week, which makes it really, really fun. And since we're talking about special cars, I would love for you to share maybe one special vehicle in your life. What would that be? Uh, well, right now it can only be one. Really being the enthusiast and, and collector that that I am, uh, I've, I've had the I've had the great privilege of owning quite a bit of cool cars throughout the years, but right now I'd have to say it is, and this is, uh, this might be taboo to some of my Porsche fans out there and, okay. and some of your listeners, but I, uh, I currently own a 2021 Ford GT. Okay. Now, wait a minute. Hold on. What? What? Uh, okay. I'm going to have to go now. Nice to talk to you, Aaron. See you later. <laughs> Goodbye. What? What? I mean, okay. Awesome car. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. But it okay. I guess it could go back to your your uh, first job, days. your first Ford. Okay, I'll, <laughs> I'll kind of get you, let you get away with this. But what? I mean, are you even allowed to drive that to work? <laughs> do they like ban you from the parking lot, or are 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 they welcoming you when you show? And they're like, oh gosh, the boss shows up in his Ford GT. What's he thinking? What What are you, Aaron? What are you doing? <laughs> Okay, so let me let me just preference and say first that I I do own a couple of other I, I own some Porsches, okay. so I okay. I have a I, I I drive a 1986 Concorde 911 that is I'm super proud and and I absolutely love the car and really nothing more makes me happy to drive really. Okay, okay, well you've redeemed yourself a little bit. <laughs> and we're a Porsche family. My my wife she she drives a we have a a Macan and a Cayenne. Okay, so. We represent the brand well, All right. and I've had plenty of Porsches in the past. Yeah. Anyways, okay. but yes, I am. I am a. I'm a Ford fan. Um, always have been, and I think a lot of it just probably goes back to my roots when I started out with Ford. I think they they make uh, great products. I think the the company is extremely well run. 
Jim Farley's a, a huge, huge car guy. And, and for those that don't know Jim, he's currently the CEO of, of Ford. Mm-hmm. I always loved the Ford GT. I wish I could have had one back in 05 and 06, the previous generation. Unfortunately, it just it wasn't possible back then. I didn't even know it was going to happen when it did this 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 recent go around, but I, I submitted my application in for a Ford GT like everybody three years ago. I I did my, my video and put my bio in <laughs> yeah, and I did everything you need to do to be a Ford. <laughs> yeah. It is. It really it really was. And I feel extremely fortunate that I got a call a while back ago saying I was chosen for a Ford GT wow. and as Halo cars go, it it uh to me it's it's art. I love looking oh, yeah. at it. Yeah. I, I don't drive it. I don't drive it to work. It's, I'm almost nervous to drive it on the street. But when I do drive it, wow. Yeah. What color is <laughs> yours? I spec mine in white uh, with the blue stripes. Oh, so kind of go a playback to the early GT40s, the white Le Mans car. Yeah. It's exactly what I was thinking when I ordered the car. And it's, it, it's a studio edition car, so they only built 20 of them on wow. top of the... The rarity of it already, or, or, you know, the very few that they built, uh, it's even more rare because it's one of 20, so. Yeah, you know, it reminds me back, I have a matchbox by Lesney that I had as a kid. I still have it, white with the blue stripes. It was the GT4. Yeah. Yeah, that goes back to that that era, so. Wow, <laughs> well, you threw me a curve at that one, my friend. Never, never. That's okay. No, hey, car guys, car guys. So, I'm going to crawl into your head and be your car psychologist. If you were reen incarnated pun intended as a vehicle <laughs> what would Aaron be but more importantly why now this isn't what you want to be this is who you are the man in the mirror as a car the man in the mirror as yeah. a car yeah. so uh interesting question mm-hmm. if I Aaron Zelensky if I were a car uh I would and this probably just kind of goes uh in line more or less with uh my personality and and just Perfect. how I I I run, uh, I would probably be an F1 car. All right. So I got to ask which Mark, which, which F1 car that might dig us a little deeper into your psyche. Um, probably, <laughs> I mean, if I have to pick a brand. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or well, you know, uh, probably Red Bull. Oh, Red Bull. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, those yeah. guys are pretty strong. So, yeah. I mean, you know, who'd have thought an energy drink would make a dominant presence in the automotive world and every other kind How of sport? That? Yeah, pretty cool. So, yeah. so why an F one car? Just kind of running fast all the time? Yeah, it's 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 really just I guess the the personality that meshes with the the characteristics of of an F one car: high yeah. revving, quick turning, fast braking, just yeah. lots of maneuvers. Sure. In uh, fast pace for as long as it can go that's kind of that's kind of how i operate <laughs> until, until it blows up and you look at what happened uh, last weekend with ferrari that car i think you could see the the cylinders popping through the body when that thing went oh yeah oh that was yeah. that was terrible oh what a sad sad deal for them well when my cylinders when my cylinders uh when i wreck it's time for a vacation yes well <laughs> i know you just came back from one and you just you jump from vacation in the fire pit here with car week coming but but uh f1 car okay but i love it yeah wouldn't have it any other way there you go so i'm gonna allow you to go on the ultimate drive today just just for today i'm gonna provide you with any car in the world i'm gonna give you any car you want you could go anywhere and you could be with anybody even somebody who's passed so for this one time, for a guy who gets to drive a lot of cool cars, I mean, all the Porsches, the Ford GT, 
if you could jump into any ride and be with anybody and go anywhere, what would it be? Who would I drive with? Yeah. Um, you know, I guess just being being the fan and knowing who he is and the cars that he has, it would probably have to be Jerry Seinfeld, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, he's got a few he, nice Porsches. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what better guy to hold a conversation to, have some laughs and uh, and talk cars? I mean, yeah. he's he's kind of the first guy I think that comes to mind that. Uh, Aaron, pick somebody. Let's go for a drive. Who'd you like to drive with? Yeah. Well, heck, Jerry Seinfeld. Okay. And actually, I got a, I, I have a funny story to go along with that. Now that we're talking Jerry Seinfeld, I guess you can't mention him in, in Porsche. Or, or yeah, when you when you talk Porsche, you got to mention Jerry Seinfeld. Oh gosh, yeah. I was at uh, this. This actually goes. This is probably. Oh God, I don't know. It's got to be twenty years ago, maybe a little little, little longer. Fred Schwab at the time was oh, yeah. our CEO for, yep. for Porsche Cars North America. Uh, some of your listeners may yes. know the name. Yes. So uh, I was invited to his retirement party at the Plaza Hotel in uh, New York. And uh, had a, I'd flown out, really didn't know what I was getting into, just thought it was going to be a, a get-together and, you know, small gathering, which it, it, it kind of was. It wasn't, it wasn't a large crowd by, by any stretch. But they, they had a surprise performance, surprise guests with Jerry Seinfeld that oh, showed cool. up that night. Nice. And he did he did this really cool twenty minute um, stand up skit that was unbelievable, and uh, got a chance to meet him, get his autograph at the end of the night, mm-hmm. and uh, just one of those awesome memories. And uh, you know when you say who who have you met? Uh, not that he knows who I am, but just being a part of Porsche and part of the group. You know, it just allowed me to meet some cool people, Jerry Seinfeld being one of them. So I think if, back to your your question, if I could go on that ultimate drive, who would it be? Man, I would love to just spend an hour, go for a drive, talk cars, and crack a few jokes with Jerry Seinfeld. So which model Porsche would you guys be in? Um, So... Probably my one of my favorite. I mean, it, there's so many, but probably one of my favorite and one of the most important cars for Porsche would probably be a 959. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, we'd have to be in a 959. Maybe you could run up the uh, coast there to Bruce Canopy shop and get one of his special build 959s. <laughs> I mean, I, I've been in his shop and he walked me around. We spent about a couple of hours looking at his special 959 builds. I mean, you think about a guy he's been a guest on the show a few times, that could take the best of Porsche at the time and then make it better. It's kind of like Aloy Roof and what he does with Porsches. And there's a few others. I mean, you think about Singer, what he's doing with the Porsche Reimagined. Yeah, and, you know, Singer, Rod, wow. Rod Emery, what he does with his Outlaws and John Wilroy. Yeah. And, and all these guys the RSR, that take Porsches from the past. And then they make them even better because, of course, now we have technology to do that. Um, so a Porsche 959 with Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, I think that sounds like a nice drive. I think you guys would have some, <laughs> some fun. I'll call Bruce and arrange for that for you, okay, so we can get one of those set up. <laughs> you might want to start with Jerry. If you can get a hold of Jerry first, oh, I think yeah, that might, be the, good that might luck. be the bigger Yeah, challenge. I've been trying to get him on this show forever. That's, I don't know if that's going to happen, but uh, uh, I'll keep trying. Maybe someday he'll have pity on me and uh, be a guest here on Cars. Yes, since if he ever you know figures out I love Porsches so much and, and have over my entire lifetime. You've taken us on a wonderful ride today, Aaron. I want to thank you for spending time. Before I let you go, could you share some words of inspiration, a success quote or a mantra that you like to, to use in your life? Um, you know, I don't, I, I don't know that I, I give a whole lot of thought to mantras. For me, I'm, I'm a pretty 
quiet guy and, and I roll up my sleeves. I work hard. I would say for me, it's, it's work hard, hustle, and just let your results be your words. Well, I've got one for you. How about Portia? There is no substitute. <laughs> <laughs> Great parting words. Yes. Absolutely. I wish I had thought of it. It doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> well, of course not. Well, like I said, it runs through my veins. I've been a Porsche guy forever. So love, love, love Porsches. How can people learn more about Porsche Monterey? Well, we've got a, a pretty awesome website uh, at PorscheMonterey.com. I pretty much live at the dealership here, so I, yes. I, I love talking cars and, and anyone that would love to stop in and sit down, grab a, co- a cup of coffee with me. I, I'd love to sit down and chat. We've got an awesome team here uh, that really all share the same enthusiasm and passion for the brand. And I, I think really if you bumped into anybody here, uh, they'd love to just spend a few minutes and talk cars. So, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Porsche Monterey, look us up for sure. Uh, absolutely. And if you're going to be uh, in Car Week, uh, you can join Aaron and I on the 15th, uh, 4 o'clock to about 7, 8 o'clock at his dealership at the Porsche Monterey Classic. And of course, if you're going to be in Monterey the weekend before Car Week, kind of kicking off Car Week, don't forget the Concord Pasadera takes place August 11th and 12th. Wonderful event to be a part of. So stretch that car week out a little bit further. Yeah. Have a little bit of fun. Aaron, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and sharing your Porsche life with our listeners with a little Ford GT thrown in. Until you and I talk (laughs) again, my friend, I'll see you at Car Week in Monterey. We'll have some fun. Thanks. Appreciate you uh, having me a part of your show and look forward to seeing you here during Car Week for sure. Absolutely. In fact, we got to talk about maybe the next Porsche from my garage. So. There we go. Sounds like fun. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah. Yeah.